0: Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond.
1: Hello and welcome. I'm really excited to be here today with our director of operations and operations coach, Sarah. Welcome to today's episode, Sarah. Hey, I'm happy to be here. Oh, happy to have you. And we both- coach in our executive level program where dietitians who are past their first year in business and looking to grow their team and scale their business, get the support that they need to find the ultimate freedom and purpose in their business, as well as, you know, achieve financial success is determined by the unique practitioner, right? Some of our clients want to make multiple six figures, some six figures, and some of them want to make seven figures. And so today, Sarah and I are going to talk about a common topic that comes up a lot in that program, which is about hiring, specifically hiring an assistant or a virtual assistant and why dietitians in private practice need to hire an assistant and how you can transform your mindset around making this hire for success in your business. Any thoughts on that topic that come to mind, Sarah?
2: Oh, so many thoughts. No, it's just so important. And I think for anybody who you know, is looking at making their first hire, it can be scary. You know, you've created something that really matters to you and to be able to trust someone and delegate that can be, you know, make you a little nervous.
1: Yeah. So it's a lot of mindset. And then also mm-hmm. as dietitians, we don't, you know, learn about business in school. And I think that there's that saying, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And if you want to, and I know you and i talked about this last coaching call this past week, if you don't hire an assistant, you are the assistant. In your company yeah so if you're i guess my question would be and i feel like we've talked about this before in past episodes we've done hiring 101 hiring 201 together when do you think is the an ideal time for a private practice operator to hire an assistant
2: yeah and we've definitely touched on this before you know there's a couple of ways somebody can look at it i mean one of the ways could be more than they want to be working you know usually people have a certain amount of hours they're trying to, yep. to stay within they have other responsibilities and once you're finding yourself where you can't get things done, you need to bring somebody else in. You need to get help. That's definitely one way to look at it. A lot of people say to hire sooner rather than later. But like you said, if you don't really know that you need somebody. It's not until you've gotten really busy that you're like, wait, I've got more than I can do. I really need some help.
1: Yeah. And also i say you don't know is also related to, you don't know how much help can help you. And you don't know that building even a small team can support the bottom line of your business. So for anyone listening and feeling nervous about hiring or feeling unworthy about hiring, which is also a common topic we hear in our programs. I encourage you to think about why you started this business and what it means to impact your customers, and they will be more impacted if you're able to not be exhausted and burnt out. And if you're able to help people in a way by giving them a better experience because you've been able to hire and delegate out things like administration, which is one of the most common things. To delegate first. So that could be paperwork, invoicing, billing, anything like that, or maybe even they're called $10 tasks, right? So scheduling posts, social media posts. I know one of the first hires I had uploaded podcast episodes for my podcast years ago. And I, so I started small and then I built up and had contractors helping support areas of the business related to administration that helped me move forward and help me coach more dietitians. So thinking small and then remembering why you are in business can help inspire you to get help. And, you know, starting small is better than not doing it, but you also need to improve your skills as a leader, because I think we need to mention in this conversation is the mindset required to let go and give somebody some of the work and then also empower them in a way that motivates them to stay in that position. So can you give some tips on that since that's definitely part of your expertise, Sarah?
2: Yeah. And like you said, this is something that dietitians have learned. And so this is something that can be scary because they're doing something new, hiring somebody and teaching them how to do certain things. So yeah, some of the tips are, you know, first just make sure you know what you want them to do. So a simple task list, because that mindset around trusting someone, it's always best to start off small and then you can grow over time as that trust builds with that person. So, you know, have that list of the first, maybe five things you want them to do. And then make sure you're having regular meetings, just checking in with them. So it can be a weekly meeting for 20 minutes, because then they can inform you of what they're working on. You don't have to be wondering. There's not that, oh, did they get this done? I wonder if they're making progress. So as you're getting used to this new working relationship, and you do have some of these fears coming up, you have that regular communication so you can see about the progress, you can give feedback, maybe you do want them to do something different, but also, you know, be checking in with them, like what support to them, what do they find helpful? And that will help the two of you to be able to have a better working relationship and will help with that, that mindset as you go along and continue to work on that.
1: Yeah, really helpful. And what I see a lot of our clients struggle with recently, one of our clients said, and I hear this a lot, like, I just can't find someone who's the right fit for me right? Meaning yeah. she couldn't ha- find an assistant that would gel with her. Um, any quick thoughts on that?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple ways of looking at this. One is that the biggest thing that I've seen when people say that is they maybe didn't have a clear job description and didn't have a clear idea of what they were looking for. So, you know, an example would be, let's say you're not an organized person, you're going to want an assistant that's organized. And so being able to identify those types of things when you're hiring, you know, if they're going to be doing any emails for clients, you know, how do they treat people? Do they like talking to customers? How do they handle that? So thinking of what you ideally want that person to be doing and having that defined will make it more likely to getting somebody that's the right fit. But along with that, you don't want to hire somebody exactly like you because you want a skill set that's going to balance you out. So that's something to keep in mind.
1: Yeah. I just want to wrap this up by saying there's a lot of self-growth involved in hiring. And yeah. so it's one thing to say, write the job description, and which is important and a lot of dietitians skip that step. Or as you and I know from working with our clients, they need to put more effort into the job description, which is part of business growth. I think it takes a lot of mental and emotional introspection to be able to work with people and empower and encourage them in your business for whatever stage you're in, whether you're just ramping up and you said, I want to hire five hours a week, or whether this is going to be a part-time role or a full-time role, it's going to take a lot of work and it's going to probably cause or bring up some areas in your personality that are going to require you to improve your mindset and shift your mindset. And think about the bottom line of the business. So for any of you listening that want to hire somebody and have any objections for yourself as to why you can't, or you don't think you're deserving of spending money on somebody, or you don't think that you have the ability to let go of some of the things in your business, Sarah's given some great practical tips how-to's. And then I just want to conclude that by saying hiring will make you a better leader and it'll make your clients happier and it'll help you reach more people because you'll be able to support them. You'll have a better team behind your business, and then you'll be able to improve your mindset as a leader and contribute more to your specialty, right? Whether that's, you know, fertility space, pregnancy space, weight loss space, food, freedom, haze space, wherever you're at, you'll be able to contribute more if you have help in the business that's aligned. Anything you want to add to that as we wrap up, sir?
2: Yeah. I think the last tip I would give is just knowing that, you know, mindset things will come up along the way. If you are looking at hiring someone and you are really nervous and have some mindset blocks around it, give yourself a deadline, say, Hey, I'm going to at least try this for 90 days. I'm going to work with them for 90 days, you know, have a growth attitude, give yourself and then check in at that point. I've seen too many people end things very quickly because of mindset stuff that comes up early on. They just didn't give
1: it enough time. And that's exactly what we've recently seen. And that's what inspired us to record this episode. So thank you so much for sharing that. And I look forward to being able to talk with you about more of these common topics that we see every week in our program, ranging from dietitians who are new in business for those who are scaling all the way up to a million dollars. We see these themes that look a little bit different to different degrees, but we see these common topics. So thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time.
0: We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might be a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method.